Three, two, one. Welcome to Between Alpha Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr, and this is another episode of Tim Talks. Or Tim, well, I talk. And my goodness, it seems like the world is in complete chaos, and I don't even have really any words as I am now in quarantine. Um, I don't, I'm not sick, I don't have the virus, but you know, the self isolation, don't be in contact with anyone, you know, don't touch anything, don't go outside pretty much. And it's, it's confusing, it's scary at the same time, and man, what a bizarre, bizarre change or life we have right now, and how weird 2020 has been. It is so just crazy, the amount of stuff that has gone on this year, and we're only in April. And... I'm just overwhelmed and confused. Uh, But I don't want to sit here and talk about all the craziness. There needs to be some hope. There needs to be some happiness and some, some goodness coming out of this. I can't sit here and be pessimistic this entire episode. This is probably going to be a short episode. But, you know, I refuse to fall in the fear. I refuse to fall in the pessimism. I've been trying to stay away from social media for the most part because it will just paralyze you with the amount of fear. And it's not, I'm not, it's not that I'm not (laughs) double negative, not trying to take this seriously. I am. It is very catastrophic. It is very dangerous, but I'm not going to live in fear. I don't, I don't think our God created us to live in fear and to be scared I don't believe that Christ would want us to be fearful. He would want us to be cautious. He would want us to use common sense. He would want us uh, to put hope in him ultimately, but not to be crippled by fear and to be anxious and, and, and that thing. And I feel, I feel in my chest, no, again, not the virus of just this weight and pressure of when you go outside and, the streets are empty, businesses are closed, and it feels very daunting. What do we do with that? What do we do with those things? What do we do with that fear? What do we do when everything seems so hopeless? Well, I think we turn our heads upward. We turn our hearts on higher. And we have amazing technology that we can reach out to people. We can FaceTime each other. We can join a Discord server and have meetings and Zoom and Facebook Live and and whatnot and use technology to feel connected with people. And I wish wish more churches would grab a hold of that, that they could just get on Twitch and start just live streaming a service or the pastor can or even having the band members you know, the guitar player do a stream where they're just playing or something like that instead of actually trying to hold a service. It's crazy, but we can still have a community. Online gamers have been doing it for 20 years now of having online communities just together. And my, me, myself, (laughs) me, myself, and I, uh, have a bunch of friends that are gamers and we pretty much every night we get on our discord server and we play video games and we stay in contact with each other and and we're constantly constantly talking 
um, sometimes about nothing, sometimes about what the world is going on and venting our frustrations with work. If you listen to episode six, I vented hardcore about my work. And since Monday, um, last Monday, everything changed. And even recently, everything really changed. Um, and now we're down to a bare minimum staff at my facility. Again, I'm not going to say what it is or what I do, but we're at a bare minimum staff that you actually have to volunteer to go into work or otherwise you're teleworking and whatnot. I, I did volunteer to do that, and I do feel a lot better about my work situation right now. Before, it, it didn't feel like that at all. But that has changed. And, you know, I, I've been talking to a lot of people on Discord and interacting with several people that I've been missing in my life, and I'm hopefully going to interact with someone that is very important to me that we kind of been falling over each other lately and arguing and being mad at each other and I think this whole crisis has has let love come forward love always wins and you know I I, I miss this person in my life and I'm not going to name this person but I, I really incredibly miss this person in my life and I hope and I pray we can talk and FaceTime or whatever and we can solve the the gulf that is in between us just because I, I miss this person and I love this person and we've had dialogue with each other and it seems that they feel the same way so hopefully you know good will come out of you know a crisis like this and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit is the good there is good happening um there's so much good we're we're coming up with other ways besides uh, alternatives, shall I say, of doing services, of doing, of using technology to our advantage, something that I feel that has been lacking. We have all of this technology that we can utilize to stay connected to each other, especially if we're long distance or on a vacation or whatever, and we're just missing someone. It, it, there is phone calls. There are stuff like Discord. There is stuff like Zoom. There is stuff like Google Hangouts where you can actually hear someone's voice through a computer. And I think society is finally embracing that. And that's really cool to see. And me being a gamer for so long, I've been doing this kind of stuff for years. This stuff isn't new to me. Um, you know, I tried to t Twitch stream every once in a while and... Eh. <laughs> I'm an introvert, and I'm very soft-spoken and quiet, so it's hard for me to stream. But I'm going to try to stream more during this quarantine. Another good thing is I decided not to shave my beard. And usually my beard just drives me absolutely insane, and I shave it because it gets itchy. It's actually, I'm so close to my microphone because I don't want to talk so loud that my mustache or my upper lip is kind of grazing the foam of my microphone, and it feels kind of weird. There you go. That's an insight of how I record this podcast. Uh, speaking of the podcast, the show will go on. Uh, Curtis and I live together, so that won't be an issue. We're kind of quarantined with each other. He has been teleworking. I will only go in once or twice a week into my office in a very safe environment. So I think we'll be okay. Drew is probably going to stay home. We're going to use our Discord. We're going to use technology. And we're going to be able to put other people on the show that otherwise couldn't be on the main show because of schedules, because of, you know, distance or whatever, or lack of being able to drive 
so you're going to see, you're going to hear other voices and the show is going to change a little bit while I navigate this crisis and I feel like I want to be a beacon, uh, a voice of reason during this time and, and let the co-hosts and other people kind of vent their frustrations of what's going on and, and have fun conversations. Episode six was, you know, I, I wanted to talk about good things. I wanted to talk about the ugly things and the bad things, but I also wanted to talk about the good things with Caleb and uh, Drew and Curtis and that was a that's a fun show we we laughed and we we carried on that was probably the last time we'll be all together for a while but with the with the advent of technology and me getting a handle on things the show will go on it'll maybe sound a little worse I will try to work on that the best that I can but the show will go on and I'm excited about having this show um I usually put up a promo video or just a picture with me talking over it, talking, you know, clipping out a, a portion of the show. And I didn't do it last week because I was really just kind of angry and kind of fed up with social media. But, you know, I, I'm going to put it up. Um, I mentioned this in episode six. I'm going to mention this here. And it's a story that I learned when I was getting my history degree at my Christian college. And the book is called The Rise of Christianity, written by Robert Stark, I do believe. And he talks about how Christianity grew in the 180s, 180 in the Roman Empire, and how he would see these peaks of Christianity. And it happened after a plague. Uh, the first one that happened was the Antonine Plague. It happened around 166 AD, and it was the Roman Empire was doing the Roman Empire stuff of just taking over most of the European countries. Well, the soldiers coming back uh, caught a plague. They caught two forms of the smallpox, which decimated a lot of people in Rome. It killed up to 5 million people. And it's said to have killed as much as one-third of the population in some areas. Now, that's horrific. That is gross. But what you see after the tail end of this plague is that this author, The Rise of Christianity, talks about how you see a spike of Christianity after this plague. And he believes that it was the loving nature of Christians, especially in the early early church of of really believing the sharing goods and sharing what is mine what is, is what is yours and opening people up into their homes that didn't have homes who lost people who lost the breadwinner or the you know the male who was in the army making all the money and you see a, a, a growth of christianity during these times and the author believes that it's because of the love it's because of how christians were interacting with each other and and this happened this keeps happening throughout Roman history as uh, there would be a huge plague and after the plague happened three times actually after each plague Christianity would go on a boom and it later becomes Christianity becomes the Holy Roman Empire of and Constantine declares it the official religion of Rome and it's all due to the way Christians acted after a population was decimated and how they acted when everything was kind of cleared out and the disease was finally plateaued and, and the curve started going down. It was how Christians reacted to each other. And I know this COVID-19 thing isn't a plague that 
Or maybe it is the plague that is going to kill millions of people. I, I don't know. What I do know is we as Christians, when everything's done with, when everything's over, when we're able to go outside again, we can wrap our arms around people that are hurting, that are broken, that their families have been decimated. We can we can love way better. And I hope and I hope and I pray Christianity grows and spikes after this. And I've been really negative about the church and I've been really negative about Christianity because I'm already seeing and I said it on the top of the show that I wasn't going to be pessimistic, but I can't help it. I'm already seeing churches not closing their doors. I'm already seeing church offices remaining open and putting their workers in danger. And we should have been the first ones that closed shop that said, we're going to figure it out because I trust God. I trust God. I don't, I don't, oh, oh darn, the church isn't getting in its tithe. Guess what? And God is in control. God is bigger than this. He's going to get us out of this. I truly believe that. So to want to keep the church open and, and put people at risk or even doing like a drive-in church service, which is something that I heard floated on the internet that churches were going to start to do. And it's just like, are you guys crazy? You could literally set up a Twitch stream in your living room. You could have a band where it's only for three people. Or don't even put any anyone in danger. Just, you know, have a stream where it's the singer, guitar player, and then it cuts to the pastor preaching a message. And it'd be so simple, and people could log on and interact through chat. Or the Google Hangouts has a meeting function where you can actually talk and converse with each other. Or have a Discord server. Do something and let people stay at home. God is bigger than your church that you think that you need to keep having services and it's just frustrating anyway i i hope that compassion comes forth i hope love comes forth out of this i hope christianity grows and i hope i hope and i pray that things change after the quarantine is lifted i really do and if i'm being really honest what i really hope is that i connect with this friend again and I'm able to wrap my arms around this person in a hug that lasts for an eternity. And we can laugh again together. So things are happening. Know that. I'm still going to be writing the blogs. I'm still going to be hosting the show. Albeit it may sound different. It may be different. The topics may be different as we're kind of reacting to what society is putting in front of us. It's hard not to react to this whole thing. Um, I hope that this talk gave you a little bit of hope. And I know it's not very funny, but, you know, I, I don't feel like being humorous at this point. But I know the main show with those guys will make me laugh and we'll have a good time. So please keep listening. Keep supporting the show however you do. Uh, I love seeing the text messages of, dude, great show. I really liked it. Or even just hanging out in the Discord, if you're listening to this, you know, the the, the good things that people say, and it's just incredible. Um, so yeah, the show will go on. I will be promoting the show. I will hopefully be getting more motivated because I'm not so angry about my work situation of doing Twitch streams with uh, Between Alpha Omega 
on Twitch and, and doing stuff like that and trying to interact with as most people as I can using Between Alpha Omega and getting my hosts, my co-hosts involved as well. And um, yeah, that's all I have for you. Uh, thank you for listening. Love you. I love you so much. I really do if you're listening to this. Know that I, I will be thinking about you. I'll be praying about you. And um, reach out if we haven't talked in a while. And I want to know that you're safe. I want to know that you're taken care of. Just hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on through text. Hit me up through Twitter. Hit me up through the website. Hit me up however you want to hit me up. Just hit me out and reach out to me if I haven't heard from you. Because I've been thinking about you. And wondering if you're okay. So know that I love you. I do care. Um, I'll see you next time. Thank you.